welcome to another episode of A Kingdom Perspective. This is our Thanksgiving episode. Uh, I'm Scott, and I'm here with uh, Steve Higgs. And uh, and on this episode, we're going to be talking about a kingdom perspective of Thanksgiving, a kingdom perspective of giving thanks. Um, and so around this holiday season, it's pretty typical for everybody really to have uh, lots of different traditions, different things that, different ways that they celebrate uh, the holidays. And Steve and I are no different. So we thought maybe we'd kind of start today by talking about some of uh, our favorite Thanksgiving traditions. And I guess the the first one that I think of is uh, actually celebrating Thanksgiving and not just steamrolling it with Christmas. That 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 <laughs> this is like a major passion point for it, you. It really yes, is. like I say, I talk about this all the time. I say it, I say it in front of the church, and I get these blank stares. Like no one knows why this is so important to me. But and I love Christmas. Like I think people get the wrong idea that I think they think that I'm like Scrooge and I hate Christmas. But I love Christmas once Thanksgiving is over. Like I I need my Thanksgiving. And so I guess my first tradition is that Thanksgiving gets its proper respect. Halloween can have the whole month of October. Christmas can have the whole month of December. But Thanksgiving needs to have its time in November for me to be happy. And I'm assuming you're very, very happy. You probably saw the news that Target released that they are responding to their customers and they're not putting out Christmas display until after Thanksgiving. I did. I did see that. And that's, I appreciate because they're like the only store in the whole world that will wait. Yeah, I think Hobby Lobby started in June. Yeah, (laughs) that's right. Christmas stuff is out so early. And Christmas music. See, that's the other thing. I love Christmas music. And people get me wrong on this. I, I love Christmas music and the whole Christmas season. I love everything about it as long as we can confine it to December. Well, I'm very open that this is like my family and my son, but I kind of feel like Halloween also is kind of taking a whole month right. at, at this point. Or so more. You, I mean, or, the Halloween stuff comes out really early. And I'd be curious to hear other people's perspective on it because my son is a Halloween dude. I mean, my son <laughs> loves Halloween. And, and so it may just be him, but I feel like we've been celebrating Halloween for like a month. <laughs> right. Which is okay. but Well, it is. It's, you know, Halloween has it. You go out to the pumpkin patch and, and some people love going to haunted houses and all, all kinds of things. And the, obviously Christmas has tons and tons of, of various traditions that that people do in their family and thanksgiving's but, a day yeah and th- a day. Right, right exactly yeah um you know and and so so yeah but even even on that one day i think people still generally have uh traditions and and habits that they they end up falling into yeah we we usually end up spending our thanksgiving uh in lansing uh with my family um We've, uh, our marriage has kind of been blessed this way that, uh, you know, we, we, Cheryl's family, we, we always do Christmas with them and, uh, my dad didn't care as much. So we just always do Thanksgiving with them. Yeah. So, you know, we got nicely divided. I know a lot of couples have major conflict right. over this. I'll tell you the biggest fight I've ever had in my, in my marriage was over holidays, over where we were oh, going it's major. to go and, uh, and, and that and chores, <laughs> half my counseling <laughs> right. is about those two <laughs> issues. Right. And how we're gonna how we're gonna yeah. use our money. So so right, Thanksgiving and I think most people's family traditions on Thanksgiving revolve around family of, of some kind. Um we you know, going back even before my marriage, back to when I was a kid, my tradition is as far back as I can remember is to alternate between sides of the family. That each year uh we we switch between, you know, mom's family and dad's family. And those Thanksgiving experiences were very different uh growing up, that my dad came from a large family and it was very loud and very, you know, 
food everywhere and food would run out sometimes. And so you had to like guard your food from, from your cousins. And I mean, like it was, you know, we were in the basement with like the, the, the 75 foot long table and then like the, the six different, you know, card tables that the kids were sitting at down at the end. Like that was Thanksgiving at dad's. And then, uh, Thanksgiving at, at my mom's house was a smaller, a smaller deal and fancier and more, more, formal, uh, more, a little more formal, not super formal, but a little more formal, a little more, uh, go around the table and say what you're thankful for, that kind of thing. Like a little more like pay attention to each person individually where, you know, at my, at my dad's family, it was just eat, you know, and, 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 you know, and yelled if you, if you want to try to be heard. And, and I grew up with both of those things and I really love both of those things in different ways. Yeah. That's, you know, my mom was, uh, the oldest of 10. Her maiden name was Kinnishnik. It sounds exactly like it's spelled. And they, <laughs> they would, you know, we, we always spent Thanksgiving with mom's family. She, you know, oldest of 10, everybody has kids. Nobody's house legitimately can hold this many people. <laughs> right. I, I mean, um, I feel like that's kind of Thanksgiving. A lot of people it, have it that is. experience. It, it like, is. And it just was chaos, <laughs> you know, cousins running around. I mean, and, you know, there, there's a wide range of age with cousins when you've got, you know, a family that big. And so that that Thanksgiving, it was always just very chaotic, but very fun. Right. You know, we, we didn't see that side of the family super often, so it was always good to see them. Yeah, and I think that's a big part of Thanksgiving is seeing people you care about that you just don't see all that often. You know, your close family is there, but a lot of times you get to see extended family and you get to catch up with people and, and, and you know, eat together. That's a, that's a big, I mean, like I would say in terms of Thanksgiving tradition, tradition, you know, food is the biggest part of my Thanksgiving tradition, probably most people's. Uh, my Thanksgivings have pretty much always been traditional Thanksgiving food, you know, with the turkey yeah, I know, and the, the I whole I know deal. this is just like completely sacrilege, but the meal really does not float my boat. Oh, seriously? I love pumpkin pie. You're not a turkey guy? I, I'm, I'm, well, we eat a lot of turkey year round. I think that's part of it. That uh, my wife can't eat red meat, so we we eat a lot of turkey, turkey tacos, turkey this, turkey that. Turkey tacos. We, we do, cool. yeah. We we do a ton of turkey, and so, but it, it's just not the big Thanksgiving meal. Other than the pumpkin pie, I love pumpkin pie. But it's just not ever been like a huge thing for me. I was going to ask you what your favorite. Clearly, pumpkin pies. Yeah, it See, would be pumpkin pie. I, and the funniest yeah. thing, I. I, as big, like, Captain Thanksgiving over here, I can't stand pumpkin. Yeah. Like, keep your pumpkin wrong, out of right. out of my face. You know, yeah. I don't want it in my pie or my coffee or... or so it's turkey? Anything. Your thing's the yeah, turkey? I, I yeah, I mean, turkey's kind of the big staple, but I actually like all the side dishes. Like, I... I, I I'm a, you know, it's all carbs. <laughs> just right. any, anything that's going to, you know, put me into a, a six hour nap afterwards is, is the way to go. meal, nap. Right. Yeah. Well, and there you go. You touched on really the, the big one for yeah. me is, I mean, well, I grew up in Michigan. Yeah. I grew up in Michigan, you know, Detroit, you know, I, I grew up uh, just five miles north of the city of Detroit. I'm a lifelong Detroit sports fan and, and, you know, the, the football above all is my favorite sport. And so the Lions play on Thanksgiving. That's just, they do. And I, tradition. it's tradition, you know, it's, it's every year it's a home game. Um, and, uh, that, that game was on my TV every year. You know, I have not ever missed a, a Lions Thanksgiving game for any reason. As we got older, uh, my family even started going to, to not every year, but uh, a few times, you know, going to the stadium to watch the game. And we talked about that. We just yeah. never got that done. It's, it's, just, it's just such a good time. And, you know, and then just on the way home from the stadium, we would still do the extended family Thanksgiving experience. We'd just do it at Cracker Barrel, which they have a great Thanksgiving spread at Cracker Barrel, do, does, you know, do a great job. So the the meal is important, but it, as we got older, it became less important that it be like this super home-cooked experience. And it was, 
it was who you were having the meal with, I guess, more right, more exactly. than more than what the meal was. And that's really what it is for me. I mean, I get to see my sister. You know, she and I have always been really close. And, you know, she lives six hours north of Lansing, and I live six hours south. So we just don't get to see each other a ton. So Thanksgiving, we do get to see each other, uh, spend multiple days together. Um, Friday, we normally get up and go shopping, you know, that whole thing, the Friday after Thanksgiving, and uh, do our family um, uh, does Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, and the main reason is I want to make sure my son knows how to gamble. <laughs> so, um, um, so I got to make sure that I get that in at an early age that, that he is learning to gamble, uh, gamble responsibly at Chuck right, E. Cheese. Exactly, that's like the motto. That, that's what we Teaching. always we, we always joke about that. It's like gambling for kids. Teaching you know? children so responsible gambling. I'm obviously things. being tongue in cheek, so please just don't email me. But. Um, and so our family does that. Our family does the Chuck E. Cheese thing uh, Friday afternoon, and it's just a good time to That's be able to see each other. That's interesting. I've never heard of that Thanksgiving tradition before. You're the first one. The Chuck E. Cheese is part of your Thanksgiving. Yeah, I don't know. how. I'm trying to remember how that got started. That's not going back to my childhood. That's something we do with our kids. And um, I think it got started with my sister's kids and grandpa and grandma would like to... There's a Chuck E. Cheese right by their house. So they started going there. And then I think once uh, Sam was born and has gotten a little bit older and enjoys the games, we just started going, you know, every year. Yeah, well, that's our Friday tradition. And this was not, as a kid, we, we didn't do this, but this is my wife and I uh, started, uh, our, we start our, th- our Christmas shopping on Black Friday because we're yeah. crazy. Um, we, uh, we have a tradition where we, uh, we get the, the, the paper ads for all the different stores. We get the, the Thanksgiving morning newspaper. Absolutely. Someone, someone uh, drives out because, you know, who subscribes to the newspaper anymore? But someone drives out, usually me, to, to the gas station and we, you know, buy a paper and bring it back. And we've got our coffee and we've got the Macy's Parade on TV and we're looking through all, this, all the ads. You know, what, what's on sale uh, and how can we kind of jumpstart our Christmas shopping? And then we're not crazy. Like, we're not the crazy people that, like, camp in tents out in front of Best Buy. Right. But, Canteen. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, the, like the you know, bring our own, like, right. toilet and, yeah, yeah. out to the... Catheter. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the home catheter for Black Friday. But... But uh, yeah, we we go out. We get up not super early, but we get up in the morning on on you know on Friday, kind of earlier than everybody else does, and we take off uh, and and do some shopping. We don't spend the whole day shopping. You know, we we do some shopping in the morning and usually grab a grab lunch somewhere and and finish up early afternoon. And um, a lot of times we've ended up meeting the rest of our family for a movie or something later that day. But it's just kind of become like. We really love the idea of having the whole family on Thanksgiving, and then Friday morning is just us. That that my wife and I, and it, I mean, it's just us plus like three million people right. in Walmart. But yeah, it, it's it, we we like it. We like you know we're not we're not crazy. We're not like punching people for the last DVD that we're looking for. But like we like finding those deals to save money on our Christmas shopping. We honestly we like watching the crazy people on Black yeah, Friday. It is it's, good people it's, watching. It's amusing. Um, but it's just that's just kind of become a thing that we do. And so Thanksgiving, and for me, it's good because it extends Thanksgiving beyond just it's not just one day that you know we're able to get up to my to, to you know to family's house on Wednesday and then Thanksgiving is a day for food and football and family. And then the next day is a day to start thinking about Christmas. We'll listen to Christmas music in the car at finally because I, I have a moratorium on no Christmas music, but on Black Friday, you know, in the morning on the way out to the stores, we can listen to Christmas music. Get yourself and, a peppermint mocha? No. No. <laughs> I'm yeah. also not That's a mint a me guy. Thing. That's no, a me no thing. No pumpkin, okay. no mint. Keep that stuff away. 
Well, my my Thanksgiving confession is uh, while all the memes are getting ready to come out on Facebook, I have been out on Thanksgiving Day to shop. I have a lot of questions. Number one, how dare you? I'm ashamed of it, but you should we, be. You should be ashamed of that. We were we were <laughs> we were buying our son Sam. This was a few years ago now. A uh, leap head, and kind of an expensive gift. You know, I mean, not overly, but you know, a little bit expensive. And Toys R Us was offering this just ridiculous deal on Thursday only. And we drove out there uh, about twenty minute drive, and we did it. I hate that. I don't not that you did that. No, but I, I, you're, you're free, feel free to hate. No, but I, based on the memes, a lot of people do. Yeah, this angers a lot of people. I, I but just it saved me like seventy dollars. Well, I understand. You know, I get it. I just I don't like that it's it's been commercialized to the point where you know we either put off the meal till we get home from the store or we rush the meal so we can get out and get our deals and. And anyway, and, and just on a practical level, I also don't like getting up early on Black Friday and everything's already been sold because people went on Thanksgiving to buy it all. You know, yeah, that- this isn't what the podcast is about, what this podcast is about. But, you know, it, I have to say it doesn't overly bother me. I, I don't know why. And I think I think some of it is, you know, as I evaluate it, like I know lots of people who have a tradition of going to a movie Christmas Day. And it's like, how is that really any different? I and mean, I know people have done that for years. Right. But the movie theater industry, you know, kind of gets off from the criticism on that, where like Target, if they're open Thanksgiving Day, right. I mean, it's like. Well, and Christians, like, how dare you commercialize our holiday? I'm like, Thanksgiving's not a Christian holiday. I mean, right. like. It's a Christian attribute, Christians but not Christians celebrate it, right. and Christians should be thankful, and that's where we're going. But it's not, it's not a, you know, it's not a, a, a high church day, you know, on the church calendar. And I think that's a good point as we kind of transition, you know, to what we wanted to talk about today, that there, there, when you're breaking down Thanksgiving, and my family has done this for years, you know, you go around the table and you talk about what are you thankful for? Right. And it's like family, job, resources, whatever. Right. What are you thankful for? But for the Christian, I would like to redirect the conversation of the holiday to, from what are you thankful for to whom are you thankful and that really that really gets to the heart of what Thanksgiving is. It's being thankful to God. We should be thankful, but the kingdom perspective is that Christians should be thankful to God. Exactly. In Psalm 103, uh, I preached on this a, a few weeks ago, uh, raise, really raises this point well. It says, Praise the Lord my soul, all my inmost being. Praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your sins, heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit, and crowns you with love and compassion, who satisfies your desires with good things, so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. So it's kind of laying out all of these things you can be thankful for, but it's encouraging. I mean, praise the Lord who's provided these things. Yeah, and and I think that, you know, it might sound like semantic that 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 it's not that big a difference. Like, well, yeah, of course, if I'm thankful, I'm thankful to God. That goes without saying. But I, I just don't think it does go without saying. Because you, you're right, we do go around the table. We say, you know, I'm thankful for my job. I'm thankful for, you know, all, all this food that we have. I'm thankful for my family. And if if we're not careful, we start to put ourselves in God's place, in our thankfulness. I'm thankful. Look at all that I've provided us. Look at all the things that we have accomplished. I'm so thankful for those things. It really, it turns to humanism. When you when you kind of take the God element out that I'm thankful to God, it, you're exactly right. It turns to humanism. Look what I've done. And humanism 
always leads to one of two places, and I've seen it lead to both. It can lead to pride. Look at what I've done. Look at how great I am. I deserve this. I deserve this in, in entitled humanism, or it can lead to despair. I mean, I can't tell you the number of counseling conversations I've had where it's like, what am I doing right. to deserve this? And so then it leads to despair. That, but both attitudes are like, I've done this. Right, exactly. Where we want to have our, our focus on God and what he has done. And what I would encourage people with uh, over this Thanksgiving is, is this, that God has a race marked out for each of us. And I, I really believe this. And, and the Bible also talks about this, that God has a race marked out for you. And that race includes blessings and challenges. So you'll see somebody's life and you'll think, why do they get all the blessing? I promise you, I promise you, I promise you, their life has challenges. Right. Or you can see somebody that just seems to have one challenge after another. I promise you, I promise you, their life has blessing. That everybody has a race and everybody's race has both of those elements. Right. And your course for your race is going to be different than mine. God's mapped those out differently exactly. in, in our lives. And you're really not equipped to handle their blessings or their challenges. Right. You're equipped to handle yours. It's not some like factory God that's just, he's just like mass producing disciples. God deals with us on a very personal level. And so he marks out each of our races in a, in a different way. Each of, each of our lives follow a different path. And, and the Bible, the New Testament, Paul in particular talks a lot about the value of suffering in the life of a Christian. Not that we should seek it out, that we're like, oh man, I wish I suffered more. Nobody says that. No. But that the, the reality is that we will suffer. We will go through difficult things in difficult times. And the humanistic idea of just being thankful in general takes a beating when times are rough in my life. You know, when I look around and my circumstances, when I don't, when I'm not making enough money and I can't provide for my family and someone's sick and we're, we're dealing with an illness that's just an ongoing struggle throughout, it is very difficult to look around in those times and find something to be thankful for. Yeah. You have to do a little investigative work sometimes that, that life really is, can, can get difficult like that. And I got to tell you, I, I think social media doesn't do us any favors on this. You know, um, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, where you're seeing all of these uh, pictures of of people's highlights, and I, you know, we we've talked before about you see their highlight reel, but you know your blooper reel, right? And you're comparing them, and it's not fair. You know, we personally experienced this. I, I've told the story to our church before about uh, going to Walt Disney World, and our son was so amped up to go to Disney World, and uh, we we went there and we had purchased the photo pass, and so we got in there, and the very first thing, there's like he called it Mickey's Castle, the the Cinderella Castle, yeah, I, think I think it so, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's right there, and he wants to run to it, and we got to do a picture, and he threw a pretty massive fit about it, <laughs> and I I finally leaned down, in, I was like, in fairness. He's right. He is. He is. And, and I leaned down and said, you know, mom and dad spent a lot of money on this package. Mom wants these pictures. You're going to do a picture. And so he stopped there, and we got a picture of him smiling, and we posted it. <laughs> but I know that five minutes before that, he had been throwing a pretty massive fit. And so you see people, and you think they don't have any challenges. Their life is all blessing. No, they got challenges too. And the challenged person has blessing. Well, and and I think that's the... That's that's why the kingdom perspective is to whom are you thankful? That exactly. you're thankful to God, not just thankful in general. Because when you're thankful to God, you can maintain an attitude of thanksgiving despite difficult things in your life. You, and you and you should. You should. You can you can it point helps. you can point to things that God has done in your life or or at minimum things that God is. You know, that God is is loving and God is just. Like you can be thankful that God is that way no matter what is happening in your life. 
No matter what's happening in my life, no, you know, no matter how difficult the times are or how much suffering I'm in the middle of, I can be thankful for God's grace. I can be thankful for, for God's people, for the community that, that I'm in, for the, for the church that I'm a part of and the way that they, they support me and care about me. Um, you know, these are things that I can be thankful for regardless of my circumstances because they come from God, not right. from me. And because they come from God, nobody can stop them. Nobody can take them away. And I think, I think it's important to remember that anytime you're talking about God's blessings, God's grace, God's people, God's provision, any kind of blessing like that, um, it's important to remember that that's a gift and that's a grace. And as such, what that means is you can't earn it and you can't pay it back. You know, the only thing you can do is recognize it and thank him for it. That's that's such a, a big deal around this time of year as we get into holiday season talking about gifts that you don't earn a gift. And the funniest thing to me is that like we we don't operate that way. You know, the, the you know, Santa Claus doesn't operate that way. You better be good. You know, right. don't get yourself on the naughty list or he'll bring you coal. You've got you better earn yeah. those gifts. And that's just crazy. We will be, we'll probably be talking about this in a future podcast. Right. I, I don't know, but there, there is a, our family, you know, plays around with Santa and all that stuff. So this isn't like anti-Santa, but it, it no. is, it is kind of counter the message of Christmas though, is be good and, you know. Be good all year. Right. And then, you know, you get that to creepy sit, elf he, on the shelf, man. That's right. And he's, you know, watching, he's watching you. And as long as you're good, you can go sit on Santa's lap and just be as materialistic as you want to be. Right. As long as you're good, as long as you've earned it. It was so funny. I, I was uh, doing a, a Google search for a message that I'm working on. And uh, I, I was searching the idea of, I, I, th I believe the search was you can't earn a gift. And I wanted a story. I was looking for, you know, I was looking for stories of people who were, you know, foolishly trying to earn a gift because it's a gift. You can't earn it. And the only thing I got for four pages of Google results were offers for me to take complete, like complete surveys in order to earn gift cards, right. which is hilarious because yeah. they're gift cards, right? You can't earn a gift card. That's that, yeah, you got to call something different, right? It's, it's not a gift. It's not card. a gift card. It's it's a, a, a it's my paycheck. It's what I it's, right. it's you know, but it's not a gift. It's a card that's loaded with money, you know, as a reward for you know, it's a reward card for what I've done. It's not a gift card. This is a Seinfeld routine. This is incredible. That was great. That was observational comedy. I'm gonna get you in a comedy club tomorrow. You should do ten minutes on this. It's really funny. It's good. Yeah, and that's just intrinsic in the idea of grace. But man, we forget it. We forget it so much. And I, I see, you know, I see it talking to people all the time that there's just this uncertainty of if they've earned it, if they've done enough, if they've been good enough. And we just need to allow grace. You can't earn it. You can't pay it back. You can recognize it. Right. You can recognize his grace. You can recognize his good gifts and express it to him. Right. Express gratitude, express praise. Yeah, there's a couple stories uh, that Jesus tells that I think really get at this well, and uh, the the most familiar of them all, I think, is is the parable parable of the prodigal son, or at least that's what we call it. It's really a parable about two sons uh, who have a, a very loving father, uh, and, and and but it's not just a story about sons and a father, but it's a story about what we deserve and what we get. It's a story about, you know, these two sons where, you know, one son feels entitled 
to his father's blessing just because of who he is. You know, give me my share of the inheritance. I want it now. Uh, you know, the, the Willy Wonka character. And, and, and the other son feels entitled to blessing because of what he's done. He said, I've been slaving for you all my life. I've worked hard for you all my life. And yet you never, never once asked ne- for anything. Never, yeah. I've never asked for anything. And you never threw me even a little party, you know, and, and, and this, you know, this victim mentality. But I, I look at both of these sons who seem so different on, on the surface and, and they're really very similar in that they both feel like they deserve their father's blessing. You know, whether it's by virtue of position or by by virtue of all the hard work that they've done, they both feel like the father owes them something, you know, as they come to him. And they're both wrong. That's, I think, the point of this story and other stories throughout scripture. They're both wrong because the father's blessing isn't based on who I am and it's not based on what I've done. The father's blessing is based on who he is and what he's done. Yeah, I I stole uh, this idea from... uh from Andy Stanley, but he he talks about the story of uh, the 10 lepers in the New Testament, where Jesus heals these 10 men that had leprosy and um, kind of sends them on their way. And one ends up, after one, after one receives his healing, he like runs around and finds Jesus and comes up to thank him for the healing. And Jesus kind of makes this famous statement about we're not all 10 healed, you know, but only one comes back. And I heard Andy Stanley make the point that do you really think that all uh, that all nine of them like didn't have any gratitude in their heart that that all, that they they weren't grateful for what happened? Right. They went around the table and said, "I'm thankful that I don't have leprosy." <laughs> right. Yeah. That they were all thankful, but only one expressed it to Jesus. And Thanksgiving is something that is meant to be expressed. And so when you when and, and that's really where. Uh, some of the prodigal son and the older brother, that's where I think a lot of times we go wrong, is sometimes we don't recognize it, but sometimes we do and we just don't express it. And so that's what I would encourage people to this Thanksgiving uh, weekend is to to really focus on that. Express your Thanksgiving to God. Express your Thanksgiving to others. Right. Recognize it and think him for it. Right. Don't just be generally thankful. You know, this attitude of gratitude that rhymes and makes me kind of sick. Nice right? bumper but, sticker. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But but go beyond the bumper sticker. You know, don't just be thankful. Express your thanksgiving to God. Hey, thanks for joining us. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Don't get to Christmas too soon. Enjoy it. Enjoy it while you can because Christmas is right around the corner.